The Holy Gospel for this, the second Sunday in the season of Epiphany, is from John chapter 1, beginning at verse 43. The next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee. He found Philip and said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the city of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, We have found him about whom Moses in the law, and also the prophets wrote, Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth. Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. When Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him, he said to him, Here is truly an Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, Where did you get to know me? Jesus said, I saw you under the fig tree before Philip called you. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Very truly I tell you, you will see heaven opened and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Grace to you and peace from God our Creator and from our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. I have many favorite Bible stories, as I'm sure you also have. And one of my favorites is today's gospel lesson, the story of Nathaniel. Nathaniel is someone who's never met Jesus and yet has a prejudice against Jesus. He is suspicious of Jesus. But his friend Philip insists on an introduction. And so Nathaniel is walking toward Jesus. But before Nathaniel says anything at all to Jesus, Jesus speaks and says, Here is an Israelite in whom there is no deceit, or in the old RSV, no guile. Here is a pure soul. Nathaniel's eyes are now wide. How do you know me, Jesus? I saw you under the fig tree. At that, Nathaniel is astonished, and his attitude immediately changes. And he senses that he is in the very presence of God when he is in the presence of Jesus. It's a strange story. Very strange. Until you understand the background of that little phrase, see you under the fig tree. It meant something very specific in the first century. It meant that I see you in your best light. I see you at peace with yourself and the world and God. I see your potential. I see the holy in you. Interestingly, Nathaniel himself knew that he wasn't pure. He knew that he had bad thoughts, that he'd done bad things, that he wasn't holy. And yet Jesus saw more in Nathaniel than Nathaniel saw in himself. And in time, amazingly, Nathaniel grew into becoming the person Jesus saw. I like that story so much because I think Jesus looks at us in a very similar way. You have heard it said that the eyes are the window to the soul. Well, Jesus looks directly into our eyes, into our window, into our soul. 
And Jesus knows who we truly are more than we know ourselves. Jesus knows and sees our lowest side, our secrets and our insecurities and our failures and our prejudice and our sin. And Jesus sees our highest nature. Jesus sees our goodness and our kindness and our selflessness. Jesus sees our dreams. Jesus sees the holiness in us. Jesus sees what Martin Luther used to talk about in the 16th century. Martin Luther used to say that we human beings are 100% saint and 100% sinner. At the same time, the math doesn't add up, but the psychology does. And Jesus sees us, as he saw Nathaniel, as both saint and sinner, and loves us so very much that that sinful side is nearly burned away by the purity of Jesus' love. And we are left like Nathaniel, quote, under the fig tree. It was a metaphor for salvation and holiness. We are people living as we should, people, quote, without guile, like Nathaniel. People without guile. Would that not be nice for America right now? We have observed in recent weeks guile and deceit and anger and hatred and violence in our body politic. There is something mean and ugly in our society and it shocks us as we deal with what is going on in our society, it's important to remember that Jesus not only looks into the eyes of us as individuals, Jesus looks into the, quote, collective eyes of our society. Jesus, as you know, is not just concerned about inspiring and changing individuals like Nathaniel or you or me. Jesus is about the business of creating a good and just Society, a community of people living together in righteousness and hope and justice and peace. Jesus established that community with his own followers. And he taught them how to live together in that kind of harmony, to live under the fig tree. To that end, Jesus included all the people his society excluded. And Jesus confronted the self-righteous and the Pharisees and the money changers and the arrogant priests, people who would prevent that better society. And Jesus does the same today. Jesus looks into the, quote, collective eyes of our nation, and he sees who we really are as a society. And as Martin Luther said, we are both saint and sinner. In our history as Americans, there is saint and sinner. And it's true about the present as well. President-elect Biden said after the attack at the Capitol last week that this is not who we are as a nation. Other commentators said this is exactly who we are as a nation. Luther would say that our society is both. Both good and bad. Selfish and selfless. Violent and peaceful. There are two deep currents running through our national history. The same currents that run through us as individuals, 
the same currents that ran through Nathaniel. One current is holy and good and gracious, the other is petty and mean and angry and low. It has been said that the people who attack the Capitol building and who continue to make their threats are fringe people, not representative of our society. I prefer the metaphor of those people being the tip of the iceberg. And by that I mean they are part of our collective identity, our shadow side, if you will. You all know that 90% of an iceberg is below the surface, but it's that 90% below the surface that buoys up the part that we can see. The crazy fringe people who attack the capital are the dysfunction in our society that we can see. But there's a side to the American story which is often below the surface that we don't notice or see clearly at times. It is the side of our collective story that we're rarely taught in school. It's the side to our national history that we prefer not to acknowledge. But if we do not, if we do not deal with the iceberg below the surface, the results become plain to see and dangerous for all of us. Our shadowy history includes our treatment of the Native Americans. It includes the historic denigration of immigrant groups and Catholics and Jewish people. It is a history of wealth inequality. It is sexism and misogyny and homophobia and maybe the most powerful negative current affecting our history is the American original sin of racism. We don't speak too often about racism. Racism that is systemic and just below the surface. We don't talk about it as part of the attack on the Capitol building. But we should. Especially this Martin Luther King Jr. weekend. We think overt racism is just the tip of the iceberg perpetrated by fringe people. We think racism is not reflective of the majority of Americans. Or is it? I suggest to you today that the iceberg below the surface is the systemic racism that permeates our society to this very day. And when Jesus sees into the soul of our society, he knows what is there. But just as Jesus saw the, quote, sinful side and the saintly side of Nathaniel, Jesus also sees both sides of our society. There have been great strides toward equality and justice and inclusivity in American history. Great strides a current, if you will, of goodness flowing side by side with the prejudice and the racism. Jesus looks at us and sees who we truly are, both good and bad, 
and inspires us to live to our highest ideals, as he inspired Nathaniel. Our church, Holy Spirit Lutheran Church, seeks to emulate Nathaniel and live to those highest ideals and confront that which is below the surface in our own lives and history. So we begin living into the vision Jesus has for us. And so we attempt to confront the systemic racism and all the sins of exclusion that are present in ourselves and in our country, and we begin right at home, right with ourselves. We at Holy Spirit Lutheran are planning some specific ways to do just that. During the season of Lent, for example, our anti-racism committee led by our own Mike Murphy will be inviting our entire congregation to participate in a series of Saturday video gatherings to consider systemic racism and how it affects every one of us in our society. We are inviting a nationally known speaker, whose name is Delbert Richardson, to lead us in an opportunity to learn, to grow, to struggle with the legacy of 400 years of human enslavement. That history is still part of us and is part of the attack on the Capitol. I hope and I pray that you will consider participating in this Lenten focus, which begins about a month from now. And in the future, we will plan other opportunities to face the truth, to look at ourselves and see who we really are and what we will see there it includes both the good and the bad as individuals and as a society. And when we face the truth in ourselves and in our world, we will not be discouraged. We will instead be inspired by stories like today's gospel lesson. We will trust and we will believe that we, as people and as a nation, can be different. We will trust and we will believe that collectively we can be a country of justice, of compassion, of equality for all people. This is not a time for cynicism or apathy or anger. This is a time to fully commit ourselves to work, to work toward that Garden of Eden world where all God's children will live, quote, under the fig tree. Such is our calling. Holy Spirit Lutheran Church. Amen.